Hi. <laughs> Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, thanks. Hi, guys. We on virtually again. We are. We are international girls. <laughs> yeah, I thought this bitch was going to FaceTime me, but anyways, we move. Listen, I have limited resources. <laughs> I'm living off the grid. <laughs> and I'm Hiding no from idea. paparazzi. You want your <laughs> yeah. privacy? Can people Listen, respect that, please? I'm just a normal person. Like, does no one understand? Like, I just want to have a normal life, you know? Isn't it crazy, though? Like, in South Africa, we barely have, like, paparazzi like that. <laughs> that is so weird. That's like, that's actually true. We don't have I mean we have the Eisgenoot, but it's not it's not like it's a it's like an in the face, like in your face paparazzi the way that is happening in America or, you know, Hollywood. Yeah. Our paparazzi is people seeing you in the morning, they take a video of you. <laughs> no, you know what our paparazzi is? Our paparazzi is people running into celebrities, taking selfies and then posting it. Yeah, that's that's the extent of our paparazzi. Remember that guy from Gossip Girl? Oh Lord, when he was in South Africa, everyone had photos. Oh my gosh, yes, Ed Westwick. That one, that one. He was dating. Is was he dating a South African girl or something like that? I don't even yeah. know. He was dating someone, wasn't he? Here? Or or he always here for for a movie or something? No, you know who else was here? Didn't they shoot the the kissing booth or some some stupid thing in 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 some in Cape Town or something? Yeah. They shot something there, and then and then Jacob Elardi and and Joey King and everyone was there in Durban, I, I think. I won't lie. I wouldn't mind a cheeky Jacob Elardi selfie. I'm <laughs> so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> he would also, make you Joey, look so short. Even Joey King, because Joey King reminds me of Ramona and Beezus. That yes, movie, she I does. loved it. I loved it because because she acts in that movie, but that movie. Like we have the DVD at home. Like there's just something special about that movie to me. So I don't know why that that movie just unlocked the weirdest memory in my mind. I can't like I I don't remember anything about the storyline, but I just remember something about I think they sold lemonade and then someone got stung by a bee and it was like the pinnacle of of like of of pressure in the movie. Uh, nah, there's something about maybe them losing their house. I don't know. But the fact that the daughter's name was Beezus. Yes. yes. And also remember, so um, this guy, the Woman King was filming here in South Africa. Some <gasps> oh, part. I still need to watch that. Oh, and it's on Netflix. You have no excuse. No, but can I tell you my thing, though? This is really bad. This is not an excuse. This is me outing myself. I have this yeah. thing where I can watch movies that I've seen like countless times before, like Pitch Perfect or you know how to train your dragon or like stupid movies like that like i can watch yeah. that multiple times or like stupid rom-coms and stuff because it's like easy entertainment you know but then for a movie like woman king godfather um you know things like that i need to really sit down and like i feel like i need to be in the mood to learn you know because yes. because they're such cinematic masterpieces so i need to be in the specific mindset and this is a me mistake because i just need to watch the damn movie but then i'm, I'm in this like i'm in this series. mode of like that's what i'm saying like i need to be in this mode where i need to sit down i need to put my phone off and i need to literally just watch the film not even the movie the film the you film. know 
No, Otherwise like I just that, keep, like rewatching shows. Yeah, even with series, it's also because you know what you're gonna get. I know that it's you gonna be quality, and I wanna and I wanna make sure that it's landing on like good soil, you know. Yeah, but the guy, um, do you know that book after? Yes. The guy who plays um. Harden. Yes, he is in AKA the Harry. And when they were filming here in South Africa, there were a few girlies that got like pictures or like videos because their parents were working on set. Oh. Yeah. I also wouldn't mind a cheeky little selfie from that man. Well, that's pretty cool. I mean, imagine your parents are working on set. That's really cool. I'm so sorry. But there's just some people like I, I have to try, like not try, but not even have to take a photo. I'd have to speak to you like viola davis oh my gosh <gasps> no i that... would be i would i would do anything for viola davis i would be her little intern running around getting her whatever she needed i love that woman so much dude it's even like her and shonda rhimes oh my gosh i would just, yes yes i would just um also another one for me uh, not more for more for my mom I would really uh-huh. like my mom to meet Denzel Washington. Really? Yeah, I would really love that for her, man. Yeah. Denzel Washington. I want to meet also another one where me and my mom would love to meet is Morgan fucking Freeman. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, but that, he's just, <laughs> he's so legendary. I mean, if you look at the roles that he's played, the variety of movies, movies and stuff, I mean, he's a Hollywood staple. Also, Samuel L. Jackson. Sorry, what? Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's another one. Kerry Washington. That's another one. Oh, my gosh. Love. I would love. I would evaporate. Kerry Washington, like, she's beautiful. Um, her skin. She is just gorgeous. Um, who's another one? Let me add some white people into the mix. Killian <laughs> Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> haven't i tried watching peaky blinders but this is what i mean right i tried watching peaky blinders and i was not in the mood for a heavy sit down you're gonna see cinematic mastery on your little ipad screen like i wasn't ready for that so i didn't get into it so i need to wait until i'm in the mood and then i'm gonna watch like peaky blinders you know now funny you mentioned that i'm actually re-watching it on tv with my mom oh that's so fun they were like, they were just like busy doing emails. So I was like, I've watched Peaky Blinders, but like on my iPad, on my laptop, I've got yeah. a big screen TV and you know, it's one of my favorite series okay, ever. So I'm like, well, you got a big screen let TV? me watch. Ah, ah, ah. So I was like, <laughs> let me watch it on the big screen. Like, I feel like it needs the appreciation because I love Killian Murphy. Yeah, he's great. So we're rewatching it with my mom and we literally knocked down three episodes last night. And oh just, my gosh. I'm thinking, ma'am, this thing is good. It's cinematic master. I love Peaky Blinders. It's my third time rewatching it. I feel I would... like it's so satisfying to find a show that everyone in the family likes, you know? Yeah. To fi- for uh, us, for us in our house, 
this is gonna sound so weird, but it's Naked and Afraid. We oh, can gosh, sit down noise. and watch Naked and Afraid for like four hours straight. We find it so hilarious. I mean, the drama between two naked people living off the land in a random bush somewhere. It is the funniest thing in the world to me sometimes. And then I love to sit there and be like, oh, I can't believe she tapped on day nine. Really? That's so early. And then sometimes I just need to sit back and remind myself, mm, how long would you last? How long, how long would you be out there? You know, it's one of those shows where it's like, oh, I would have never have done that. I would have done this so much better. And then I sit back down on my little lovely little cushion couch and I drink my refrigerated water and I judge these people. <laughs> surprisingly we we can't my dad doesn't do series because you'll fall asleep he likes quick action movies fast fast me i like i'm still in the phase where i can watch a teenage thing you know yeah yeah like, a, like a, a ya thing oh yeah and my mom i can only suggest series that i've genuinely watched because yeah yeah, I've I watched myself. So my we mom. have different. Yeah, so but the one where we all came together and my dad stayed awake and we all enjoyed was The Crown. I didn't really? watch all the episodes, but when I've been home, we've watched The Crown. They demolished that thing. It's finished now. They're waiting for the, the last season. That's crazy. And I, I haven't even started on it, The Crown. I find it so fucking funny because we are Zulu. <laughs> And we're watching a show about the English royal family. <laughs> That's and then, hilarious. Dude, and my dad was getting into it. So, you know, in The Crown, every two seasons, they, like, change actors. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, they change actors. He was on some... He was like, oh, my gosh, why did they change the actor for Prince Philip in, in season three? I was really digging Prince Philip in season one, how he looks. I'm thinking, sir... <laughs> like it was a miracle he stayed awake throughout the episodes and he was proper listening to what they said because it's like also a historical yeah it's of not course. exactly accurate but like it's a really dramatic history yeah and then we like oh my gosh this is white people things like oh my gosh <laughs> why was this really necessary was this <laughs> to a point where my just... dad was like when the uh, actors changed, he was even like, I was feeling Elizabeth's sister, Margaret, in the, in the previous season. Who is this? Oh, like, my gosh. Dude, I found it so funny. Like, how the turntables have turned. How the turntables do be turning. That's us. It's the crown. You guys, it's naked and afraid. Oh, gosh. Yes. Yeah, no, listen. My mom, you saying that your mom or your dad falls asleep in series? My mom falls asleep in movies. We cannot get through a movie without my mom falling asleep. It will be a movie that my mom picks and she will fall asleep. Out like a light, boy. Out like a freaking light. It's insane. But speaking of series, I have been re-watching Gossip Girl. Some opinions. It's been have... added on Netflix. I know. And The Vampire Diaries. Thank you very I'm much. I'm re-watching The Vampire Diaries. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so great, dude. I am obsessed. Guys, shout out to anyone who's re-watching those series. Shout out yes. to you. 
you are all in it together. I've been messaging another friend of uh, another friend of ours like continuously because he's also rewatching um, Gossip Girl. I've been messaging him. I'm like, how did I ever ship these two? How did I? I was so young and naive. No, I'm really bad with the Vampire Diaries because I started towards the end of season three because of Klaus Michelson. I just need to see that man. Mm, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's that he. Um, guys, to the listeners out there, if there's one fictional character that in a series, in a series that you could marry but you could never divorce, I wonder who it would be. Because me, it's Klaus Michelson. That's going to be one toxic marriage. Uh, why? It wouldn't be toxic. It's just, he would, I would already win because he'd never allow me to divorce. <laughs> No, you know what? That's called that's called Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. That man will burn down everyone just to see me breathe. So no, sorry, it's class magazine <laughs> for me, dude. I was thinking when I was now that I'm watching Gossip Girl, right to the end of yeah. the series, I became such a Chuck and Blair girl, right? Like yes. I was so even even for Chuck, I was like, oh my gosh, the redemption arc, it's so good, and he's such a good guy now. Actually, he's such a good character. Like he was my favorite character at a stage, right? I'm yeah. really watching this, and I should be cancelled for saying that. Chuck is so problematic like i'm so mad that i even liked his character in the beginning because it's not that he changes i mean yes he has a redemption arc but it's not yeah. it's not as if he completely changes and he like fixes the fact that he was literally you know an assaulter in season one of multiple women and girls and also objectifying women and um you know sexist and so on and pretty much a rapist it's not it's like that those things never change he just falls in love with one girl and then he stops doing it because he doesn't need to do it anymore because he has a girlfriend it's not like like the problem isn't being solved the problem isn't being solved it's being like shoved under a bunch of other stuff yeah and then and then i like i was even speaking to this guy about it i was like how did i like him and then i know what's gonna happen i know i'm gonna get to season three and i'm gonna start liking him again but i think in real life in like in real life, there are some women that don't mind a guy like that. Yeah. Because he's not doing it to me. Yeah, but I think I, I do know. Do exactly you do you understand? Mean. Do you understand? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. It's it's for example, like how I'm like, I'm okay if he's rude to everyone but me. You know when yes. I say that sometimes? Yes, but yes. That is just like to another extreme level, like um, I'm different. I'm not unlike other girls because yeah, he's not I'm doing it to me. I'm the exception. But and that's that's when you see women being like accessories in the crimes that the husband, let's say, commits. You know what I mean? Yeah, because she's like, now it could not happen to me because I changed him. He changed for me. Yeah, therefore it is okay. But Jiggy Jiggy, one time he just lays your hand, his hand on you, then you'll see. Yes, dude, and there, there is... Okay, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen Gossip Girl, but honestly, I think the spoiler alert has expired on that series because it's so old. <laughs> but anyway, there, the scene where he like he gets mad at her and then and then he punches the, the window and then she, cut, she cuts her cheek or something. Yeah. Like, that is literal... Like, that's abuse. And then also when they make deals with him, 
to like get each other into bed. Like what? What? And then, and then like sometimes I watch this show and I forget that the kids are literally supposed to be like 16 and 17. And these kids are doing cocaina and they're, they're like, they're like sleeping with people for money and they are you know trying to save their family's business and then jenny humphrey leaves the house and she wants to get emancipated from her parents and then dan humphrey is sad because i live in brooklyn and that's the poor part of the world like it's brooklyn it's brooklyn you're fine it's giving it's giving Gossip Girl walked so that Elite could fucking run. I'm telling you. Yes. I've never watched Gossip Girl, but it's also giving it's giving Elite, basically. No, Gossip Girl is such... It's Listen, listen. Feel free to cancel me. I hate that I'm about to say this, but it's such a good show. Oh, my show. gosh. It's such a good <laughs> show. But, it, but it's Sometimes. good because it's so bad. Yeah. And then, like, Serena no, but- Vanderwoods, and every two seconds, she's like, I have to go. I have to go. Go what? fucking wear, love. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Go <laughs> wear. And then and then she wears it and then she wears a tie as a necklace and it's groundbreaking. Oh my gosh. Dude, it's so I just, bad. I just know I've never watched Gossip Girl, but I've done personality quizzes and it says I'm a Blair, so Ooh, Blair's a baddie. I love Blair. She's so problematic, but I love her. Okay, so Let's dive into. We never fucking planned our beginning of our episode. We planned something and then we just go on a tangent on something else. But that's but good because it's entertaining. It really I hope. Is. People, people have really said they really like it. So I guess I think it's because ev- I think it's because everyone's brains, like not a lot of people's brains, work in the way where it's like, okay, we have this topic. Let's discuss this topic and only this topic. Like we all wonder a little bit in our thoughts, you know. I also feel like we've. It's very so unnatural for us to have really a structured, a very, very structured. Yeah, because then it doesn't feel like a conversation and it feels like an interview. Yep. Ding, ding, ding. I don't know for us, but guess what? It's our fucking podcast. So Exactly. Exactly. It's got nothing to do with you, love. But thank you for the support. We love you. <laughs> we love you guys. Anyways, on pop culture this week, we've been dealing with very insecure men. Ooh. As per yeah. usual. So Kiki Palmer, we love Kiki Palmer. I love Kiki Palmer. So that's another one. I need to meet Kiki Palmer. I need that's to your meet fucking Kiki girl. We're manifesting need, her on our pod, guys. Manifesting. I need to meet Kiki Palmer. I need to, I need her to be like, I don't know who this man is. <laughs> Sorry to this man. I love her so much. That's a manifestation for our pod right there. Yes, and her Met Gala looks, I'm sorry. She slays every time. I love her. Actually, I think her breathing. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay, anyway. So basically, um, we know she recently had a baby. Oh, did and she? Yes. Ha! Ah! You don't know. Ah, no. Socials. So no, no. Um, she was at a Usher concert, and Usher serenades his female... His woman guests, he serenades okay. them. Uh-huh. And she was dressed in a nice, I think it was a nice dress. And it was see-through, basically. And yeah. Kiki Palmer's baby daddy went on social media and said, basically, cover up your mom. <gasps> Did the internet not drag him? Because As Kiki Palmer is everyone's sister. She is. She's 
She's everyone's sister and Viola Davis is everyone's mother. <laughs> and it no. brought up a conversation like, it really brought up a conversation on why is it, why you are her, at the time, you are her partner, but why did you go out of your way to go on social media to do it like that? In front like, of every, you, every, everyone? Yeah, yeah. Like, if you genuinely, because... Uh, Let's say, let's say the insecure men come and they like try and spin this as no, but I just care for you. And because sometimes they do that, I just care for you. And I know how people think. Like, I know the, th- the thing where it's like, I know how men think. And I don't want someone else to think that way about you. And that's why I want you to cover up, blah, 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 blah. Um, first of all, that is a horrible way of reasoning. And second of all, why did he do it publicly? Why did he want to shame and embarrass her? That's the thing. You have her. You have a private number. Exactly. You, exactly. So you share a child with her. You share a child with her. Why? Why would you do that? Exactly. Like, and, what? What do you gain from this? Except that you feel that you now have something to hold over her head. Like, is that the only thing that you're gaining from this? Because that's pretty pathetic. It's also giving. I want validation from other men. Oh my! Yes, the heterogeneity of masculinity. Let's hear it for the homogeny of masculinity, please. Thank and he's like, yeah, you can't wear that. You, you are a mom. And then he was on some, um, I'm a family, you're a family man. I'm a family, I'm the man of the family, some shit like that. Going on a he's not. He's not like, famous, right? No, no, he isn't. And that's because why people said, people said, you're probably tweeting this on Kiki Farmer's Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm thinking. It makes me think of it makes me think of um in Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. When she leaves her husband and she's like, I can't I can't make you feel like a man because I can't make you feel like something that you're not. Just because yep. she, like she was making more money than him. It's giving that. It's giving very much that. Like, was that fucking next and was that necessary? Like No. And then she Let goes me... on to post no, let me she let me say a blanket statement. Outfits on Instagram, yeah. A blanket statement to all men: It is never necessary. It is never, 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 never necessary to comment on a woman's attire unless it is wildly offensive to a large group of people. It's never necessary to comment on someone's attire. Just keep to yourself. It's not your business. It's not your business, and much less is it everyone else on the internet's business. So don't you dare put it on there. But what I don't understand was it necessary to body shame her like that? Like, that's what I'm saying. It, it's never, it's never just about the clothes, and it's never just about the good intentions, quote unquote, good intentions. It's always about the woman wearing them, even if it's at face value, doesn't seem like it. It's always the underlying issue is always with an insecure person feeling like they need to put someone else down. And this goes and both ways. This can be from men, from women to men as well. I'm just saying in general, it's never like if someone is putting you down or bullying you, it's insecure people who are projecting onto you. Yeah. But it it just really shows like you you really didn't have you really she does you didn't have to out her on social like that. Like my That's what I'm saying. Like, was that really like you really went out of your fucking way? You have you have on FaceTime, you have on everything. And then when your child grows up, they're gonna see that. Like that's yeah, they're the gonna see of you. Yeah. They're gonna see their father 
embarrassing or trying to embarrass their mother. Oh yeah, his reply is we live we live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother of his children to showcase booty booty cheeks to please others and he's getting told how much of a hater he is. This is my family and my representation. But she doesn't belong to you. Besides that, let's be fucking for real. No one knows <laughs> you. <laughs> if if anything you're you are representing her that's what i'm saying that's no one knows who you are babe no one knows no one knows like she's not representing you because no one knows that you exist yeah and people like were literally saying be like asap rocky that's what i'm saying basically that's what i'm freaking saying man and just be like ASAP Rocky, Viola Davis's husband, Oprah Winfrey's um, significant other. Like if you just stay in the background and support her. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. This isn't, this isn't your game. Just, you know, behind every successful woman is a, is a domesticated man. Just be that man. <laughs> <laughs> the incels fucking hate us. I can see that much. <laughs> keep hating <Yes>! keep hating <laughs> and then also on the in the same conversation so you know jonah hill um yes. 21 jump street mm-hmm. whatever that man <laughs> his ex-girlfriend sofa posted some text messages where he basically here are some of the things um he she shared screenshots of some of the messages like plain and simple um if you need surfing with men boundless inappropriate friendships with men to model to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit to post sexual pictures friendship with women who are in, in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond get a lunch or coffee or something respectful i'm not the right partner for you if these things bring you to a place of happiness i support it and these are no hard feelings these are my boundaries for a romantic relationship my boundaries with you based on the ways these actions hurt our trust he was basically these are why he sent that to her yeah he was basically she's a surfer right I can't get Dude, all the messages. She's still what? posting I'm messages so... on her story. But this is the part of the story. I don't know their whole story. Can I just say disclaimer, guys? And these are alleged messages because you don't want to yeah. catch a case. <laughs> the part that caught me was, I'm going to summarize. He basically, how he approached her, he DM'd her and said, basically, you look good while she was surfing, right? And then yeah. they're dating and basically is asking please don't post these pictures, don't post these pictures, don't post these pictures on your Instagram. Like, basically... Just because he wouldn't get the same response if he posted a bikini picture on Instagram. Um, because she's not... And she's basically not respecting his boundary of doing that. He was asking... But that's not his boundary to create. He's even like, but it's not my place to teach you. I made to my boundaries... I made my boundaries clear... Like, he was asking her to remove some of the Instagram posts. And I was like... Dude. Of her in a bikini or in or when she's in a costume that's way too revealing. She couldn't be photographed with other male surfers. Just all these terms and conditions. 
And I'm like, this is my chat. I was talking to someone earlier and I'm like, I never understand. I was actually talking to my parents about this. I never understand when you, a girl, a girl, for example, is a party girl. She, a party girl is in, she loves going out to clubs and dancing, right? Yeah. You found her in the club, right? You found yeah, her doing that life. And then when you're in a relationship, you're shocked when she wants to go out on weekends and go to the clubs and party. But that's but what then, she was but doing. Then men, exactly. But then men are so quick to say, no, she wanted to change me. She wanted to change me. Um, um what? Like, you're the one that are setting all these terms and conditions and quote-unquote boundaries. I hate, I hate that he used that word because boundaries is actually, that's a very, very important thing to have in a relationship. And one of those boundaries being individuality and privacy. So that if she wanted to post photos, that she could post those photos without worrying how it would affect her boyfriend who's supposed to be loving and supporting you know those are boundaries him telling her that she can't post those photos because that's his boundaries guess what babe not your body not your boundaries you can't set boundaries on her on her socials but, hello <laughs> dude this line is so bad but i'm still here, I still here. <laughs> I yeah sorry yeah, I just, I'm like, but you, that's how she makes her money. That's how she is. And like, that's a sport she does. And you're just saying that she mustn't post those photos. Why? Like, I, I don't understand. Like, you yourself, and maybe it's the thing of, I know how I was acting when I saw them. So I don't mm. want other gents to act like that. I don't that's know. That's what I'm saying. It really, it's really bizarre for to me because i also know of a teammate where she recently broke up with her boyfriend and it was this thing of she's a potty animal she loves the club she yeah genuinely she genuinely goes there and even if she's not pulling someone or something she genuinely likes going out she just loves then, going out yeah yeah and when she was in a relationship the guy was like nah um you can't go out ever and she was like I'm sorry, this wasn't part of the script, like... No. I understand you can voice... I've never been in a relationship. I understand you can voice your concerns and things like that, but, like, there's a difference between voicing your concerns and being controlling, because it's a, like, my girlfriend must not. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what... Like, it's almost like... It's almost like when 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 parents tell kids like no child of mine is is going to do this this this, except in that relationship sometimes it's applicable because the child is like fully dependent on you, and sometimes yeah. as a minor you do know what's better for them, and some then sometimes you do you, like you are allowed, as a parent I think in certain of of course I'm not saying in all circumstances but I'm saying in some circumstances you can pull the trump card of listen, no child of mine will be doing this because it is harmful to you. But as a person in a relationship, your partner should not have that like lording over your head. Like they should not be the person to tell you no, no, like woman of mine or no man of mine or no partner of mine will do this, this, this. Because guess what? Like you don't belong to each other. You belong with each other. And this is something, this is, this might be a little bit of a tangent, but it's so interesting to me because in so many songs and lyrics and music, right? I mean, even if you take like the the general 
pop songs, right? If you mm-hmm. compare Harry Styles or One Direction or whatnot with um, with Taylor Swift lyrics or whatnot, right? You always get the girls singing You Belong With Me and you get the guys singing You Belong To Me. Yes. And I think it's so interesting because there's this thing with the male gaze and possessive, like possessiveness and possession where with women all we want is to be equal like we're not even asking to overpower you all we want is to be equal and i find it so interesting that from the male point of view it's you don't belong with me because that would mean that we are on the same field you belong to me once again but a lot of men are like and that it applies to everyone i just think it's interesting in pop culture i just know a lot of men are like that they genuinely don't like women but they view having a woman on their arm as a valuable position. Exactly. And, they don't like women, and it but looks, they find them sexually attractive. Yeah, like, yeah, they, they, a lot of men see us as possessions. And it's possessions to impress who? Exactly, exactly. Well, you don't have friends. Who? who do you want guess, to impress? Guess, guess who? Men. Other men. Oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. It's literally, it's the commodification of, of, of femaleness. It's the commodification of your womanity to make them look like more like a man like manhood would be nothing without women because like they use you as a woman to make them feel like more of a man is that making sense yeah and another thing is my chat is you don't want a girl for example this jonah hill situation just this Mm -hmm. part because they she's still posting stories i don't follow jonah hill like that so no me neither i don't really know much about him yeah so She's still posting stories, but with the situation is like, why don't you get women that fit into that? Because there are women out there that will cover like that are like that, like that exactly conservatively or for actually the Jonah Hill and the fucking Kiki Palmer's baby mama situation. There mm. are women out there that dress conservatively, or for example, there are women out there that want to be a housewife. They want yeah. to cook and clean for their man. They want to wash the laundry. But and there's my, nothing wrong with that if that's what you want. But then yes. go and find a person who, who supports that. That's my chat. Because there are women like that. Ooh, they up and down TikTok telling us <laughs> they want to they wanna serve their man. Stand behind the strong king. We love that for you, sis. Um, yeah. But men don't go to them. They want to go for women that are completely the opposite and then try and change them that's the part that gets me because as women we know there are girls that are like that it's the savior complex it's the savior complex that's what it is it's they want to take this quote-unquote broken girl and i want to fix her now they want to say that now i did that guys i did that yeah like i domesticated her yeah i like I never got that. Like, it's, I really never got that. And guys, before you judge us, we're still not there. We're not there in our feminist journey. We're still very much learning. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, before people criticize us. But Oh, yeah, no, this is, this is all, like, based on, based on personal experiences and, and, you know, maybe the, the feminist readings that we have done either, like, for personal things or for school or whatnot. But please don't regard us as experts because we're not. Yeah, yeah and we still, our, in ourselves, still ourselves trying to 
unlearn some of the misogynistic things we were taught. Oh, for sure. For sure. It's a continuous learning process. And I feel like people forget that. It's continuous learning and, and undoing. Yeah. But mm. just besides that, it's really, it, it baffles my mind. Like if you want a girl that spends their Saturday in the house, there are tons of girls that spend their Saturday in the house, but you're going to take yeah. the one that's in the club every single day of the week. And then you want to make her stay at home. It's, it just, to me, it's just like, I, and they really force it down their throats. Like, damn. It's, it's so, it's so frustrating because like you said, if you want a person that does X, Y, and Z, go to places where people do X, Y, and Z. Don't go to a place where a person does A, B, C, and then think, no, I'm going to be the exception. I'm going to, I'm going to break this person. And then you causing in, in lo- a lot of stress for all of us, man. Now, like so much stress. Like n- now, this person has to pay for t- like two to one more year of therapy when there was literally a Jennifer who would have done all that because she Dude, loves it that way. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You are costing us money. Like send money for therapy, please. I think genuinely. As when you get into a relationship, we're gonna open a bank account. <laughs> yes. We're putting money there. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And we're saving for therapy. Listen, everyone, everyone listening to this right now, who's thinking of that one specific ex that put you in therapy, babe, open up a GoFundMe. Or if you're South African, a backer buddy. Send it to him. <laughs> Send it to him. Send it to him so you can back a buddy. Tell him, tell him what your therapy you, costs. <laughs> nah, you've been through it, Chum. So, I don't know. I put myself in therapy, so without fail. Yeah, t- yeah. to be completely fair, 100% of my problems are me. <laughs> yeah. And then um, another interview. Oh, gosh. Another interview this week was like Tom Holland was being interviewed. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. What did Tom Holland do? No, nothing. I really, I've seen bits and bobs of the interview, but basically he was saying that he really doesn't like Hollywood. It's not for him. He doesn't go to award shows that he doesn't have to be. He doesn't go to movie premieres. He doesn't have to be like, he's in and out. Like it's a job to him. Like it's, it's a work party. Yes. It's a, it's a, it's a work event, you know, type of thing. Because yeah. we all we all know of those actors or that literally go to everything so that their name can like exposure, you know. Yeah. Some people it's, really it's, like Hollywood. Yeah. But, Some people love it. Yeah, but he was just saying like even his relationship or his he really tries and keeps his private life private. Yeah. And it it just reminds me how some people want to be creatives and some yeah. people want to be celebrities. Yes. Yes, it reminded yes, me of a that. Thousand it, times, it yes. really reminded me of that. Like, it's there the, are some. It's it's the Kardashians and the um Washingtons of the world. Denzel Washingtons, I mean, you know, it's the it's the Kardashians and the um Davises, Viola Davises of the world. You know, yeah, it's the like, it's exactly that. So, like some people want to make 
something creative and beautiful for other people to enjoy and if fame comes with it then it means that they did something right and that they did make something that a lot of people enjoyed which means that they succeeded in their art and then other people just want to be famous they just want to be in the public eye and i feel like this is a, a pandemic when we were in high school and a lot of people wanted to be musicians specifically in high school now. oh gosh sending us the soundcloud links and rightly so like go for it who the who the fuck am i dude that's what i'm but, saying like yeah. if that's your chat live it up if you want to be a celebrity just to be a celebrity i'm not saying that's wrong who am i who are we who yes, are we to tell you these literally though i remember people like they say they want to make music and i'm thinking like you can see this person are you really passionate about music or do you really want to create something people want to enjoy or do you actually want to be famous and that's yep. the like i always say do people want to be artists or do they want to be celebrities especially especially mm-hmm. within music when i was in high school because i'm like i really as someone who's really passionate about music i'm like you just want to you know you just you can see this person just wants to be famous and the quickest mm. way or the easiest way for them is music but then at a stage you turned into making reels on instagram and like sort of vlogging the day and like sometimes sometimes i wonder like a lot of it obviously we already did a nepotism um a nepotism episode but i think a lot of celebrity culture is from nepotism babies because like they are already in the limelight just for doing nothing and if you can get paid for doing nothing then why would you do something yeah i get what you're saying so i think sometimes like like the kids posting you know soundcloud videos and whatnot keep doing that because i mean probably most of you are genuinely doing it because you like music and because you want to do music i don't have a problem with that what i have a problem with is people that are already in the public eye just oversaturating the music industry with bad music and like pretending that this has been their passion all along does that make sense yeah like like when Exactly, like when Trisha Paytas comes out with like another song on Apple Music or whatnot, and it's like awful, you know, and and it's just, no, this is this has forever been my passion. It's the same. It has the same feeling as as like Jacob Sartorius suddenly making music, or anyone let's on YouTube even, suddenly let's making not, music. Let's not even say him. Some of some of these TikTokers that just come out and make music. Yep, and diss tracks. I'm sorry. Like what? Uh, no, what I'm is so that? sorry. That's the one thing they eat is the diss tracks. I love the the YouTuber diss track war with Chef's Kiss. But like some of them, literally, <laughs> because they just wanna come into a music industry to like build up their portfolio so that they become more famous. And you look at their music, and I'm like, do you? Are you proud of this work? Do you actually give a shit or is this like a cash grab or you want to grow your exposure or your publicity or you know which is also fine but just own up to it don't pretend like you created this masterpiece when you literally paid a producer to write and produce an entire song where they should get the creative credit but now your name is being attached to it and you sing two lines you know i just think i just think it, it has the same feeling as there was this movement like um uh i can't remember i think it was a year or two ago or something on tiktok where people would create 
art not mm-hmm. not art art but they would like pretend to create this intense like modern art piece abstract and they would literally just like paint a few circles on a canvas or paint a black stripe on a canvas or like recreate artworks that they have already seen mm-hmm. and then they would sell them as if they were these like insane art pieces like they would value them at like $300 right from the start and then by valuing the artworks at that price, people would bid higher and higher and higher than that price because they would think that, okay, no, this must then be from a reputable artist because they've obviously, you know, it's priced so highly. And yeah. then they actually sold those pieces and they made a lot of money doing that. But then the downside of doing that is you are saturating the market from people who are actually creatives. You are saturating the market. And now because you are making this video on TikTok that gets like millions and millions of views and hundreds and thousands of likes, because you're making this video, people are now depreciating the artwork of people who are actually creating art for art's sake. Like now yeah. someone, now the, the second person who creates an artwork not to not for some in, not for some in, internet prank not to just make a quick buck not as a quick cash grab now because they're making art because art is their career and this is what they want to do and they feel like they're making a difference and this actually means a lot to them now when they make that art it will be valued at less because the market is already so saturated that people don't know what is supposed to be a joke and what is supposed to be for the internet and what is supposed to be actual like art you know yeah, I get what you're saying. And on the same way, it's also like when celebrities make um, brands that have nothing, that have no correlation to their interest of they've never mentioned the interest in this thing, yep. you know, or uh-huh. like they've never been past, passionate about this thing or it doesn't even link to them. It doesn't make sense. Shane Dawson making the makeup palette. What? What okay, does this have to do with for, your brand? That was for documentary type of thing, you know? Yeah, that's true. But still, I mean, obviously, there have been a lot of questionable things coming out, like, from Shane Dawson's side. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, that's the first example I could think of. Because when have you ever expressed an interest in makeup? And I understand why he did it. It's just so weird to me. It's like us, just for example, l- let's say we imagine that we celebrities... Or, and then we come out with um, uh, a vape a brand, line. A vape line. That's yeah. a good. I was going to say um, dog food. I don't have a dog and you prefer cats. So that yeah. would make sense. <laughs> Dude, I love neither dogs, of us vapes. Way, just, yeah, we would have the worst food. flavored vapes. We would have yeah. dog food flavored vapes. Like it wouldn't, it wouldn't make sense. It, no, it, it doesn't. Like you can see, you can sometimes you can sense that there's no passion behind this. But yeah, anyways, it's everyone. In- it's everyone becoming DJs. Paris, Paris, um, becoming a DJ, and who else became a DJ? There are so many people that literally just become DJs. Maybe they really have a passion for music, man. Dude, there's this one video of I think it's of Paris listen allegedly I'm speaking under correction but there's there's this one video I think of Paris Hilton where she's DJing an event and then she's standing behind the turntables and she doesn't even touch it oh no it's not her it's some other guy it's some other guy but he doesn't even touch the tables he just pretends like he pushes play 
Yeah. And then he pretends to be turning the knobs. He's literally just playing a playlist. <laughs> like, oh, God. He's playing a playlist that's, like, pre-mixed. And then he just, like, presses play. And then he's not touching the knobs or anything. But he just he's just pretending to, like, DJ. It's the funniest thing. I just remember on South African Twitter, they were having this argument of these um, celebrities, people that we know from TV and media, they're getting tired of them just because you're hot or you're attractive. You go into DJ, but there's you're just doing it like there's no skill. Yep. Like there's no skill. You didn't like actively. You're not actively bettering your craft. You mm-hmm. only you're only booking people because you are hot. Like you're yeah. looking to look at. People are fighting over this on Twitter. Like it's getting really tired because these clubs are booking these people, but. And when you're going, you want to dance, not look at the DJ. Exactly. So, and exactly. the DJ is horrible because the, they're not, like, they didn't put effort into their craft. And they're exactly. only bringing in people because they're hot. So yep. I just, I really, it really made me think, like, the Tom Holland thing. Like, some people, some actors, for example, really acting is a job. Like, this is, um, I'm in and out. This is a work job. I'm not doing. <laughs> yeah, it's like to pay the bills. Yeah, I'm not doing extra things that, you know, in like they, they say, you can do this for the company and you're like, do I get paid? And they're like, no, but like, it'll look it's good. It's good for the company. Yeah, and they dip. So Exactly. Even my fave, Killian Murphy is like that. Love it though. I was just about to say, he's a good example. Yeah, like he's such a good example. Like I hear Pim from him. I didn't even know he was married. So, yep. I like things like that where it's just like, it, I don't know, it really makes me appreciate the art more because it's like nothing else is overshadowing it. Like, you know, when you mention there's a celebrity and you're like, oh, but in their personal life, there's X, Y, Z, Z, Z. Yeah, and then, and then you associate the, the celebrity with, with their personal life. We spoke about this the other day with like the way that Beyonce treats her fans and the way that Taylor Swift treats her fans. And I sent you a video very recently of Doja Cat saying the exact same thing, where she was kind of like, because someone commented that she treats her fans horribly. And she was like, I'm sorry, but I don't need to be your friend. Like, I make art, you enjoy that art, and you can pay for it. And if you don't enjoy that art, then don't pay for it. And I love my fans, and I wouldn't have everything that I have now if I didn't have my fans. But... I also don't want to give them all the credit because I'm the one working hard and I'm the yeah. one creating the art. I loved her for saying that. 1000%. Sometimes we just have to realize that sometimes these people are doing a job and unfortunately their job is displayed in front of millions of people daily. Exactly. It's like your office job being <laughs> exposed that's what I'm saying. It's like so, doing the books of a big company in front of millions of people. Yeah, so sometimes I feel like, yeah, we should give them grace and things like that, genuinely. Yeah, because we're not entitled to everything. Yeah, we're not. There's another change in part two, but we're wrapping up. What would so you... So what song do you want to add? Um, You start. I always go blank when you ask me. <laughs> okay, I want to add the song um, Sister to Sister. It's by Ibeyi. I hope I'm saying that right. I-B-E-Y-I. Ibeyi. Um, It's called Sister to Sister. It's a very good song. Who's that dedicated to? Mm, To you, girl. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Because I know damn well you don't have a sister. No, I don't. 
You're the closest okay. thing. <laughs> we have we have the Apple Apple playlist, guys. Don't forget to yes, add it. Please listen to it on Apple Music or Spotify. Yeah, I'm going to add hashtag Do you like by Mikey's mind? So it's literally okay. hashtag Do you like? Oh, I got it. Baby girl, do you know what I want? Let me do it to you, do it to you. And you mean like, ah, 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 ah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got it. I'm going to add Joy by Voice of Fire featuring mm-hmm. Pharrell Williams. Joy, um, Joy, Joy. Oh, I've got Joy. it. He, I think he debuted it in his LV fashion show, so. That's all. All right. Unspeakable, speakable. I've got it. And can I add one more? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, please. Um, Panic Room. Ooh. Yeah. Wait, is that the one that I'm thinking of? Yeah. Welcome to the Panic Room. Yes, I do know that one. Yo, that it's had good. a that had a following on TikTok, eh? I think it's good. Like it's still no, good. No, it's a it's a good song. It's a good song. But I'm thinking of all the all the POVers where it's like POV on your 18th birthday, you get a number, and that number correlates with your biggest fear. Yours is spiders. Welcome to the panic, panic room. room. Yes. <laughs> or else, or it's a dystopian thing, and you end up have to, having to go into a panic room. Yes. Oh yes. my god. These people are acting in front of their iPhone cameras. No, we should really do a video on watching POVs because these are either there's three categories. It's uh really good uh-huh. or shit. Yep. There's no in-betweens. It's those three categories. Yep. And the over some people overact and I'm like, oh Lord. Yo, it's so cringy. It can be so cringy. Like, isn't acting supposed to kind of reflect the natural human behavior? So, like, and then they just behave like no human would ever behave unless, like, someone who is just like it's so weird. It's so weird. Unless they were alien or vampire or werewolf. Yes, yes, unless they were fictional. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Okay, but anyway, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for going with us on our tangents. Thank you for the support and thank you for listening. And we love you and we'll see you next week. And if you want to become a musician and you want to destroy the world, who are we to judge? Don't listen to us. Who are we? Who are yeah, we to do judge? what you want to do. No, truly. I mean, if there's one thing, if there's one thing that we stand by. It's we have no grounds to judge you. <laughs> so you do whatever you want to do, boo. If you really want to be a celebrity through music, do it. I wish. And you if all you the really want to be a celebrity through being a celebrity, do that too. Being famous for being famous, do it too. Do it. I dare you. I dare you. <laughs> okay. Enjoy. Okay. Bye. Weekend, guys. Bye. Bye.